Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 506 for comics originally coming out April the 24th, 2019, also known as Endgame Eve. Ah, as yes. as we so call it within the uh, the Marvel industry that I'm yes. not a part of. Who's um, geeked? Who's geeked about? Oh, can't oh, wait. We got five days, six days left. Oh, so man. many feels, so many feels. But before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, other than Endgame hype, what else is going on in the wild world of comics? Um, we got some uh, uh, Canadian iTunes reviews. Oh yeah, and I was taking a look at them. And I think one I recognize, so I don't know if it was one that made its way over to uh, American iTunes as well, or we've found this before. I don't. I don't. I'm not we've, sure. Uh, we've done. We've done Canadian before. Okay. What? Well, there is this one new one then. I guess. Uh, do you, did you have it there? I do not. Oh, okay. Um. It's 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 entitled "I Agree with Kyle." <laughs> Ooh, wait, let me find this. <laughs> yeah, it's a five star "I Agree with Kyle" review by John Swift, um, from February. It's fun, relaxed podcast highlighting comics news and items of interest for the upcoming week and months ahead. When disagreements happen, as they sometimes do between brothers. I usually agree with Kyle. Sorry, Drew. <laughs> I don't remember that one. So that that one seemed like a new one. Um, yeah, and then yeah, the one I yeah the, yeah I think the other ones are from 2015, so they're a little older. Mm-hmm. We must have found those. Um, it's like you're gonna you're what I'm gonna need you to do, Kyle, is go through every single country's iTunes. And find us and see if we have any re- reviews. I will. I I, uh, I need to resubscribe to my VPN then. So if I do that, we we will be good. No, you can you can just do it by um, changing your country. In oh yeah, well, how un-American are you? <laughs> yeah, that's how I got the Canadian. There you go. I think I think that's how I did it. Didn't have it through osmosis. Um, let's see what else is going on. Uh, we've got a little cool. Oh yeah, what well, I wanted to uh, talk about in in game because I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got this. Uh, Sam wants to know what we think about horizontal comics. They freak me out, man. They freak you out. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like turning. You don't well, like because normally I'm okay. Picture me in front of the long box and I'm flipping through with my fingers just and then I you always get to the the uh, horizontal comic and you're like, all right, I have no clue what this is, and you got to stop and you got to back up and you got to pull it out and find out what it is. Okay, so it usually throws me off. Yeah, it's usually. Um, I guess I don't mind it when I'm reading it because I thought um, Private Eye was really cool mm-hmm. horizontally. Um, Barrier, it's okay, um, but it wasn't because of the, the, it was horizontal uh, that took away from. I don't know that many of them really. Um, I like the horizontal covers, like Harley. Uh, they did those kind of Japanese looking, yeah, got yeah, yeah. inspired covers that were horizontal. Uh, the it's just a different way of looking at the frame and doing it. So I support and like that kind of thing. But what I don't um, like is when they go horizontal and then get bigger. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then it th- throws it all off. It makes me mad. So we don't care much. We, we don't care. There, there aren't enough of them to really make a big deal about. I don't think. Yeah, not at all. Barely happens. 
uh, Joshua also doesn't understand when Captain America, Captain Marvel, got so powerful. Why are we talking about the movie? Uh, is she more powerful than Silver Surfer now? Hmm, that's a who would win in a fight kind of a question. Yeah, and they're they're get like there's pages that a couple friends keep throwing at me where legitimately Captain Marvel dives down on the Hulk and just like slams him and Hulk literally giggles up uppercuts her and just through space she gone but it sounds like in the MCU world she's she's you know more powerful than Hmm. in her binary mode pretty much everybody okay but you know in my mind she would be second to Hulk and second to uh the the current power of of Thor, but since we need more girl power in the MCU, I'm sure she's more powerful than anybody. Okay, so so you okay so so you think that Hulk would win in a fight? Correct. Over her. What about Silver Surfer? Oh yeah, power she, cosmic. I'm in. Uh, yeah, because I mean I'm like he, he, he can just do whatever he wants and then just explain it with well. It's the power cosmic. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, Hulk's always been a cool one because, you know, you you don't really get how tough he is until all of a sudden, boom. You're like, oh yeah, Hulk's really the baddest guy on the planet. <laughs> Which is what's so frustrating about the MCU because Hulk has not won a single fight in the MCU. Nothing. He's lost to everybody. He's lost every fight he's been in. Yeah. But he in the comics, he's really he, the toughest. He lost to the big direwolf thing. He he didn't, you know, he, he he loses every single time. He lost to Thanos. You name it, he just, he does not win anything. And in my mind, I'm like, what the friggin' heck? Yeah. So we don't know what happened. I don't know enough about her to know if she was always that powerful. Um, you said you, you, you've seen evidence that she wasn't. So they've amped her up for... Something. It's, yeah, because uh, her being be. able to fly through Star Destroyers, essentially, seems to be something that I think would be pretty handy. And you think that's new? Yeah, that seems new. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, let's see, Pat wants to know, who is our favorite old school creator that still got it after all these years? Hmm. Uh, does McFarlane count? There you go. Is he old school enough? He's like 90? Does that count? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of anybody older than that that I really like, that I think still, still good. Uh, Ross? Has Alec Ross been doing it that long? I think so. I guess I don't know who's the old I mean... Like, it's not staying anymore. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. he hasn't written, or he hasn't drawn anything in a while. Yeah. I mean, I still like these per- per- George Perez covers, but he's on his way out. Yeah. Yeah, he's still got it. Um, which one, Who died? Lynn Ween or Lynn Lee Weeks? I get him confused. Mm. You don't remember? I do not. I think Lee Weeks is still around. No, like... Yeah, I think Lee Weeks is still around. He's the guy that does Daredevils and Batman stuff. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I guess Alex Ross is really, you know, he kind of first burst on the market in the the mid to early 90s. Yeah, so we don't go back that far. 
Yeah, we suck. Um, trying to think. Yeah. So old school creator, I would think would be somebody from the seventies and eighties. Uh, we so. talking right? Oh, too? Sinkevich. Yep, Sinkevich. There you go. There you Sinkevich go. Sinkevich from early eighties Moon Knight. Still got it after all these years. What's wrong with me? What is wrong with me? That was an easy one. I should have known that. Are we talking like writers as well? Because like Alan Moore still, I still really like Alan Moore stuff, and he's sixties. Okay, well, what's the last Alan Moore you read? Um, uh, shoot, he did something fairly recently that I liked, and of course I keep banting back to Swamp Thing with all the Swamp Thing news. Yeah, so nothing. No, he did something not too long ago, dang it. No, he didn't. Complained. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Bitched about Watchmen. Uh, yeah, he doesn't count. You, your, <laughs> your opinion is rejected. <laughs> Next. Uh, that's all we got. Pretty slim pickings on on feedback this week and we so, seem to we seem to have a logan's run rule for creators i apologize yeah, yeah yep we send them off um but hey you can um ask better questions ask more questions <laughs> ask better questions wow shots fired <laughs> more questions and um they could get us uh talking about things by uh participating in our twitter contest um we'd love for you to uh go to twitter um, retweet our show and leave us a, a, a question or a comment or feedback on uh, Twitter. We would like that very much. And uh, that would enter you in a contest uh, for some signed comics that we will send you. And uh, those are courtesy of uh, Jason in Hawaii who stood in line and got those puppies signed for you at the amazing Hawaii Con, which is pretty cool. Amazing Aloha Con. Oh, God, I can't remember. The Hawaii Comic Con. Um, with Amazing in there somewhere. And uh, so we want to pass those on to you guys, our listeners, for your faithful uh, listening and, and sending in a feedback. Um, so you can do it that way. That gets you officially entered in the contest through Twitter. It's the only way to get into the contest. But you don't want to be in the contest. You don't like Twitter. Can't blame you there. Um then you can still send feedback. You can go to our website, comicsfundprofit.com, where all our links are and ways to, to reach us. Um, you can send us an email directly, comicsforfunandprofit at gmail.com. You can go to our Facebook page, Comics for Fun and Profit. You can go to Twitter, at Comics Fun Profit, and Instagram, at Comics Fun Profit, and send us something on all those platforms as ways to reach out to us and... Um, let us know what you're thinking. So we appreciate when people do that. So uh, please do. Now, on to the FOC. Ah, on to the FOC, also known as the final order cutoff. Your last opportunity to add comics to your order to come in in approximately the three to four week later time. Yeah. Um, this is uh, your, your last chance to kind of jump on things that you may have missed, add things to your order, or... We've seen a few FOC exclusive items that we can only get through the FOC. So hopefully your LCS um, does the FOC, participates in that, and can get you these books. If not, like I said, my brother and I do our business with Calabunga Comics, and we're lucky enough to get on Eric's list um, that he curates each and every Friday evening uh, for Midday Monday 
to look at these FOC items. And if you'd like on that list, um, you can throw an email out at eric at Cowabunga Comics. Is that correct? Yes, eric at cowabungacomics.com. There you go, Cowabunga Comics. And, and there's a link and the email in the show notes. In the show notes. And, of course, these wonderful emails that he sent out have a curated little bit of FOC items that he pulls to the front, not necessarily a spec thing, but just things that he uh, sees a lot of interest on or have uh, caught his eye as well. So the four things that he has shown for us, he, of course, has Naomi number 5, a nice little Jamal Campbell cover there. Of course, Naomi going crazy. We've gotten the first round of people with their Naomi number 1s coming back from CGC with 9.8s. Dicks. Oh my goodness, they're going for so much money. Yeah, yeah. So much money. So, yeah, there's a lot of Naomi stuff flying around. So, sell everything you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sell, sell, sell. Speaking of hot, hot, hot books, Immortal Hulk 17 and Alex Ross cover. We were talking about Alex Ross just a moment ago. Um, a really nice that. And, of course, Immortal Hulk also going crazy. We have the Star Wars uh, issue 66, the uh, John Tyler Christopher action figure cover. And we have... Han Solo in his trench coat, which is cool because we remember the second issue of Star Wars that came out, supremely under-ordered issue, supremely under-ordered action figure variant of Han Solo. Drew, you were lucky enough to grab one yep. of these, and you had a yep. nice little flip on that thing. Mm-hmm. Very so nice. Maybe, maybe just for uh, old time's sake, grab this one too. <laughs> maybe I should. And of course, we have the, uh, the Gleb Melnikov. $40 boom variant for Go Go Power Rangers number 20, the 25 copy incentive variant. A really cool Power Rangers cover. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, okay. okay I guess he, sometimes he reaches. <laughs> it's a cool cover. I like that. You and I just got burned a little on Power Rangers, so you're uh, unfortunately a little. Uh, yeah, a little biased. Jaded. Yeah, junk. So, Drew, let's start with our FOC and let's start in. Yeah, these look like uh, May 15th releases, so you're getting them uh, three and a half weeks before uh, they come out. You get a chance to up your order on those, and in Dark Horse, we've got uh, Last Stop on Redline. Um, if you didn't pick that up for whatever reason, uh, it's a Paul Maryberry book, and it's a crime, crimey Thing. Detective Magdalia Torres investigates a vicious strangling on a Boston subway car with no feasible lead. So, um, if you missed that and you think that sounds pretty cool, you want to guarantee you're going to get a copy. FOC that bad boy. Yep. Horror mystery, murder mystery by Dark yeah. Horse. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Thank you. Anything else in Dark Horse, sir? Not really. All right, let's head on down to DC where we have Batman 71, Frank Cho on the cover B. Nice one with a little extra panel of Catwoman just so Frank Cho can be Frank Cho. And a Middleton Aquaman 48 that I highly dislike, which is rare for me in Middleton covers. And I'm going to uh, follow um, Eric's suggestion and add um, the Naomi's because uh, I'll be late to the party, but I don't care. Are you getting a second print of four? Yes. Which already blew up. Get a second print of four and a five. There we go. And since Doomsday Clock has been pushed six weeks, we're going to just toy with everybody and put a second print of number eight out. 
Like, yeah, let's give him give him something. Down. Nightwing sixty cover B. Did I like this one? Yes, it did. Warren Lau. Lau. Interesting. Because DC gives people you've never heard of to Nightwing. That's not bad though. No, better than your average Nightwing B. But man, that Alex Garner Teen Titans thirty variant is awesome. Jeez. Alex Garner. See, did he do some Bat Woman, Bat Girl? Maybe. That sounds. That, is that what I know him from? I believe you might. That is pretty nice. It's that style, that painted style, that Alex Rossi, Art Jeremy style. Yeah, digital-ish. A lot of, of Photoshop-ish effects. I make it sound so easy. Yeah. It's probably not. No. Anything else in DC other than the cover Bs that I seem to obsess over? Uh, No, well, did you check out Teen Titans today, good? Is that the one you were just uh, talking about? It literally was the conversation we just had. I missed that one. There was another one I wanted to look at. Pearl. You know what? No, no, I don't. I did not talk about Justice League. Okay. Jerome Opeña. Well, okay. I'm done. All right, Drew. Since you've decided it, let's head down to IDW. (laughs) I am done. We must. (laughs) We must must move on. on. Nothing in IDW for me. Maybe an Eastman B. I like the Eastman B covers. Mm-hmm. They're great for uh, TMNT. Absolutely. And let's see what we have in Image. Fair Lady going to a second print. That, that is was really good. I really good enjoyed thing. that. And then yeah. you have the ability to jump on number two. So if you missed it, you can get a second print of one and two coming out the same week and make sure you are caught right up with everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, what else? Low 22, Oblivion Song 15. My goodness, that book doesn't come out very often. Farmhand 8. I need to get back on Farmhand. I actually quite enjoyed that book, and I have fallen. I completely forgot it existed for a moment. Actually, Oblivion Song, they did all 12 issues. They were in the can before they released the book, so ah. and it hasn't been delayed at all. It's, they may have taken a break after 12. I was going to say, I think there was a break is what it was. Right. But they did 12 straight with no break. Very nice, very nice. But it's just not very good. <laughs> <laughs> that I would allow. There you go. It's just not very good. Uh, are you still on Skyward? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great. And Port of Earth? Yep. Also good. There you go. Skyward's re- better. It's a really neat p- cover on Port of Earth. I very much like that. Down to Marvel Books, where we have Amazing Spider-Man 21. And we got Second Prince of 18 and 19 as well coming out. Lots of um, connecting variants happening. No no image on that, though. And we are throwing out some Captain Marvel. Third print of one, second print of two, second print of three, second print of four. Well, that's good, right? Movies out, uh, comics selling well, hopefully, in theory. Um, That's kind of neat. Giant Man number one. Of course, it looks like a War of the Realms tie-in on the shoulders of giants. 
the three issue giant men series yep okay. but i think they're all war of the realms Major X number two, um, going to a second print as well. So continuing to have heat on that. You still doing the Spider-Man life story? Uh, yeah. We're in the 80s now, which is getting quite a bit more uh, interesting to me. Mm -hmm. so. I've just I've only read the 60s so far. You read the 60s? I haven't read the 70s yet. Chip Zdarsky writing these. Very cool covers. Very interesting covers on these. 80s, I, I was a Spider-Man fanatic during the 80s. so Then I you will love this cover B. It is legit. 80s trope after 80s trope after 80s trope. The ASO? Yes. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah. We got the black suit. We got the silhouette of New York with the Twin Towers. We got an old 80s helicopter. And we got a DeLorean or a Ferrari. I'm not sure. Yeah. And just that, that screams 80s right there. That's awesome. Man, I love the cover. Now we got a, uh, a new Star Wars... Uh, Lando Calrissian. Of course, one. the Age of Republic one-shots, which a lot of them have been really cool and good. Don't pronounce it Lando. It's Lando. It's Lando. Definitely Lando. Anybody read the TIE Fighter? Did you read the TIE Fighter first issue? I did not. Neither. It seemed obscure to me. Yeah, it seemed like a weird, weird way to go. Uh, nothing else in Marvel for me. All right, let's head on down to Boom. Nope. Yep, all right. A couple of things from Vault, but just trades. Uh, let's see what Dynamite has. Stuff we're just a little bit late on if we're getting into Battlescar, Betty Page, or James Bond. Those things are continuing on. Well, or there's a chance. I think Orphan Age had a little bit of uh, heat beside it um, for its first issue. So there's the second issue from Aftershock if you want to pick that up. There you go. Seafoam Friends for Madison number one from Action Labs Entertainment. Looks a little all agey. Yeah. Seam foam follows the adventures of Madison, a spunky nine year old girl who's granted passage to a beach full of mystical and nautical themed creatures after helping a beached narwhal. There she befriends a standoffish boy she calls Blue, who has a few secrets of his own. In their first adventures against face off against the Hinoctopus, a vulgaris with the ability to control minds. Very nice. Excellent. But I thought I had it. Looks all ag, but I had already started reading, so I was going to continue. <laughs> yep. That's, That's about all it. All for me. So, 
We are done with the FOC, sir. All right. Um, I was new nosing around uh, comicbookinvest.com uh-huh. a- and they have a, uh, a like a first appearance uh, compendium that they've got they're, that they're building that's just kind of cool it's just like a laundry list of characters and you just click on them and it pops up the the comic that was first appearance in so I thought like I like to do I like to quiz Kyle oh crap Kyle when was the first appearance of Pepper Potts oh wow you you get points if you're in if you get the year right or oh, you get no. the title right no, no. and the number right. I'm guessing old school Iron Man stuff, so like Iron Man five? Yeah. Tales of Suspense forty five from nineteen fifty nine. Ah, jeez. Yeah, yeah. How about uh Galactus? You know oh, that one, right? You had this book. What was that stupid book? We talked uh, about I, this. I didn't have it. Have it, but it's Fantastic Four, nineteen uh, forty-eight. Fantastic Four, forty-eight from nineteen sixty-one. Nineteen sixty-one. But we yeah. didn't talk about that. And I think there was a um, a was a facsimile ed- edition of this. Mm. I'm just so bad at this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. We've got. Um, let's see. Who's good? Razagul. When was the first Ra's al Ghul? <laughs> oh, man. I have no clue. Batman 300. Batman 232. No, that's close. That's close. I like that. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, you're in the ballpark there. Um, let's see. Aunt May. Was... Would she have been an Amazing Fantasy 15? Yes! Ding, ding, yeah. ding! You got one! There you go. Howard the Duck. Oh, wow. He's in somebody's book. Whose book was he in? Fear. Number Fear. 19. Oh, my. Number what? Fear number 19. Never in a million years would I have got that one. Yeah, that's a tough one. How about Sergeant Rock? Oh, this is uh, my world at war. Yes, this is a comp- this is a complicated one. <coughs> so, the prototype for Sergeant Rock is listed in GI Combat number okay. sixty eight. Um, and the, a prototype, another prototype is listed as its first appearance for Sergeant Rock in Ar- Army at War number eighty one. Okay, there's a cameo. <laughs> of Sergeant Rock in our Army at War number 82. And the first full appearance of Sergeant Rock is in our Army at War number 83. So that's a complicated one. Um, you didn't get any of those. So. But I knew our yeah. Army at War is what he came out in, yep, in my did. mind. So that, that gives me credit and all that. What about Black Manta? Hmm. Your, one of your favorite villains. One of my favorite villains. Um, Aquaman 31. 35. Ooh. So close. Ugh. So close. I could do this all day. This is so, <laughs> this is so much fun. Do you have any I might know? <laughs> uh, Jason Todd. Oh, crap. I, I Okay. That was the... Uh, <laughs> and then the, uh, uh, you have the death. The death is in... Crap. I'm trying to do math now. This is awful. <laughs> so, Batman... Uh, 582? 
three fifty seven. Three fifty seven. Okay, that's way earlier. Three. Well, okay, so what numbers was the death in? The four uh, issues for his death. I uh four twelve. Okay, it was four. I was like it was five twelve, like but you're right. Yeah, it was in the four. Yeah. Numbers. This is not a, a death generator, Mm-mm. so I can't. Well, I, can't, I knew he he yeah. lived about. I was thinking yeah. he lived about a hundred issues before the public got tired of him. How about the Joker? He was a detective twenty seven, wasn't he? No, no, nope. He's in Batman one. Batman one. Yeah. They started off with the Joker. They'll figure ba- in Bat one. Batman one. That's that's some staying power for yeah. that. That's pretty cool. I could give you Nightwing if you want it. <laughs> if you want to end on a victory. Tales of the Teen Titans. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is a pretty cool little site. Um, lots of fun. They keep adding to it all the time. They say that it's a it's a living um, page. It's got over it has one thousand seventy nine characters. With first appearances in 398 different series, so that's a fun. It's a fun little page. Very uh, cool. So go to comicbookinvest.com and check that out. Um, ooh, we got Inkwell winners. Who's excited? Oh no, nobody. So this is best inker. Uh, they do this and give us away these awards away at the Great Philadelphia Comic Con. Um, they did it on April 12th. Uh, favorite inker goes to Walden Wong. Um, okay, and uh, let's see, small press anchor goes to Stephanie Godwingo, who God Gaudiano, Stefano Gaudiano, not Stephanie, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sir, Stefano Gaudiano, uh, who for Walking Dead, so I was happy about that. Hey. One. Uh, all in one. Pencil and inker together. That's Lee Weeks. Lee Weeks is still alive. People we know. <laughs> Lynn Wine is the guy that's dead. So <laughs> he's the guy that's still got it. He's still going strong. There you go. Uh, he beat Joel Jones, which I thought was uh, nice. There you go. Um, and then they have the Stacy Aragon Special Recognition Award. It went to Jack Davis and Marie Severin, who... Um, Sound relatively familiar, but uh, I, I don't know exactly who that is. So uh, there you go, anchors, anchors, love for anchors. They're not just tracers. They nope. add depth and feel to your comics. True, true that. Okay, now if we head over to CoverPrice.com's top ten for the week, we have a new guy at the top, and Ooh. it is Wolverine One Fifty Four. Wait, what? Yeah. We had 36 um, copies of this sold for about $45.50. It's a Rob Liefeld drawn Deadpool appearance. Um, And it must be an earlier earlier one. Um, It says it's the first Deadpool appearance. Um... With, with Liefeld drawing on the cover, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, so he wasn't on the cover of 98? Or Liefeld didn't do that cover. Yeah, okay. Um, it, I'd never really even heard of this comic before, so for it to be 50 bucks, um, 
uh, it, it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, no um, doubt. Yeah. So then we got we've got Spider Man Deadpool forty seven again for that major X first cameo. Um, Naomi number one. It's up to averaging sixty five dollars raw for the first issue. Uh, we saw five. We saw. Six hundred dollars CGC and the bids were still coming in, yeah, for a nine eight. So we've seen some big numbers. So that's gonna that's gonna jump. Um, Shazam, of course, still hot. Uh, she Hulk number one from uh, the eighties. This was a surprise. I guess there's rumors of a Hulk She Hulk Disney show. Um, and so Savage She Hulk number one is the first appearance and origin of She Hulk. Um, it, it's going for um, various prices. I don't have an average there, but I, I went to eBay really quickly, and um, the CGCs are going to, for 150 to 200, and some of the Rawls are selling for looks like 30 to 40, pretty pretty easily. So this was this was a book that was it not in a quarter bin not that long ago. I never found it in a quarter bin, but it wasn't it wasn't sought after. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we also have the Eternals uh, because of the the Circe uh, first appearance. We have um, Avengers 684, the first Immortal Hulk, which now uh, raw copies are averaging over $50 now. So they continue to climb and sold another 54 copies of this thing. Um, here's a new surprise. It's Silencer number 15. Um uh, Remember that New Age of Heroes that DC launched with yeah. Damage and uh, Silencer and a couple others? Well, Silencer has a new uh, character called Smoke. Uh, the first appearance of Smoke is in Silencer 15. Uh, these are already doing uh, an average of 16 bucks raw. And Did this no one's just no one come out? Just came out. Um, could still be on the rack somewhere. So yeah. I hadn't, hadn't heard of that. Missed that one entirely. Yeah. Uh, another Naomi. Um, uh, and then uh, rounding out the top ten is Young Avengers number one. Um, the first appearance of... Well, it says first appearance of the Young Avengers. But that's isn't that the first Kate in there? Yes. Yep. Or is it the first Kate as Hawkeye or is it just first Kate Bishop? That's the I first Kate first, Bishop. Yeah. First Kate Bishop. Uh, anyway, those those are still averaging around twenty five dollars. Uh, raw sold another forty two of them this week, um, and the graded ones are going for uh, lots of lots of money. Yeah, big cash. Yeah. So uh, on to the sneak peek. All right, let's see what's actually coming out in your local comic book shops next week. Uh, we're heading over to previewsworld.com. Find new releases. Go over to April the 24th, 2019 and start where we love to start. Let's start in Image with Ascender. Of course, the uh, second part of the Descender book line from Jeff Lemire and Dustin Nguyen. You, um, you didn't read Descender, did you? I bought the first five of them and still have them, but I did not read it. Oh. It might have to hold on to those a little longer until there's some movement on the yeah. secondary uh, market for those. But the fourth criminal, those first three have been good. Guy mm -hmm. continues to uh, defy odds and continue to sell, sell, sell. Surprising. 
Some good-looking spawn work. Jeez, Martina. Yeah, yeah. And the way, um, the way that that those spawn still getting gobbled up by people. I think it's pushing forty thousand in sales every every month. Um, and then we saw Walking Dead dropping to into the forties. Yeah, Spawn could end up the new leader in Image. Oh, I, w- I can't I can't believe that, but it might be true. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since Spawn's been on top. Um, we'll see. We'll see if we ever get numbers from Diamond because it's now the third Friday of April. No numbers from Diamond. Not even a top ten yet. So obviously we're gonna get. The numbers dumped on us on that last weekend of the month, and they suck. Here we have a rarity from Image, warning number six, and the trade for warning coming out in the same week. Normally, those are a month apart. It's kind of dumb, right? I think so. Yep. This is the start of their new story arc and their trade release, so I guess they're thinking pick up the trade and then grab the next one. Wouldn't you move those at least a week apart? I mean, there's two schools of thought. Get your warning people in the in the shop on warning day, or get them in there twice. So who knows? Yeah, I mean, you, you haven't even had a chance to read that sixth issue to see if they stuck the landing. Why would you even? No, no, cont- six is a new arc. Oh, six is so okay. Oh, okay. So warning is one through five. Correct. Warning trade is one through five. Okay, well, that's not as egregious. There you go. I'm okay with that. There you go. We will allow it. Yes. All right, let's head on down to Dark Horse. I haven't read Bad Luck Chuck yet, the first issue, so I'm not... But there's the second issue, just in case. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing else, really. Invisible Kingdom 2 from G. Willow Wilson. I didn't read the first one. No, I probably won't. All right, IDW. Oh, it's Ghost Tree. Number one looks kind of interesting. It's a um it's by Bobby Kernow with art by Simon Gain. Seeking a refuge from an unhappy life, Brant returns to his ancestral home in Japan to find a haunted tree and the departed souls that are drawn to it, including his grandfather. And the art looks uh pretty good from the cover. Solid. There you go. We were kind of high, you and I, on the Rick and Morty D&D cover Bs. Well, now there is a Rick and Morty versus D&D box set collecting issues one through four with exclusive covers. Ah. Each issue with an all-new variant sheet cover not available outside of this box set, as well as a blank character sheet sketch cover so you can get in on the fun. That's how they get you. Son of a... Are you interested in... um... Shredder, TMNT, Shredder in Hell, Director's Cut. Uh, I think it sounds like a really cool story, but these Director's Cuts have uh, not necessarily been worth the money lately, unless you're really into, like, pre-sketching and and script. You don't don't care for that? Nah, they're neat to see, like, if you care about the script-to-screen kind of thing, but... I like that stuff. There you go. Down to DC, where, of course, Joshua Middleton continuing to knock it out of the park. With Batgirl cover bees. That's very nice. Ben Oliver on the classic Terry McGinnis in Batman Beyond cover B there. Uh, 
nice. There's those three final printings of Naomi. Mm -hmm. One, two, and three. Better be final, because I ordered them. <laughs> well, of course, this Flash 69, I feel like that cover was off of a different one, but who knows. Yeah, there's Silencer 16, so we were just talking about Silencer 15, so yeah. less than a month ago. Oh, wow, they're giving you the opportunity to get Naomi 1, 2, and 3 in a final printing, and we know that you can grab your FOC and get second print of 4 and get go ahead and get on 5, so you still have the opportunity to get all the Naomi's 1 through 5, be them not necessarily first prints, but you can get floppy comics for Naomi 1 through 5, and this will be your last chance to ever do that. Yeah, in theory. We'll see. In theory. If we take people at their word. Yes. We'll see what they do. Oh, that's right. I really like the Heroes in Crisis B cover by Ryan Sook. I've enjoyed a lot of these Heroes in Crisis B covers. We had like the uh, the uh, uh, Red Hood getting beat to death, and here yeah. we have the Birth of Harley Quinn one. So, I actually enjoyed issue seven. There good. we go. Okay, so is this one a Harley centric book? Heroes in Crisis? I mean, this issue, will it be... Oh, I, I don't know. Because she's, she's in mm -hmm. in it throughout. I just didn't know if the people they had on the cover kind of... Sometimes we centered around them for those issues. Mm. Maybe not. I'm just curious. I don't know. Wonder Woman 69 cover B. David Finch on the cover B. All right, down to Marvel. I like I like the uh, connecting variant for Amazing Spider-Man twenty. It's old school looks demonic, pretty neat. Oh yeah. Uh, look at all those Immortal Hulks. You got third printing of 10, third printing of 11, third printing of 12, uh, second printing of 16, third printing of 8, and third printing of 9. My goodness. No final printings there. Uh, uh They're going to keep just churning them. What's this Mo Mighty Thor 3D polybagged? Jane Foster brings the thunder like you've never seen it before in eye-popping 3D. When Jane lifts the mystic hammer, Molnir, she is transformed into the goddess of thunder, the mighty Thor. Her enemies are many. It's an $8 reprint of Thor 1. In 3D. In 3D. Wow. Okay. Do not buy that. <laughs> I won't, Do I won't buy that. Do not give them $8. I won't do, do that. Do not order that. Do not even pick it up off the shelf. Do not start that garbage trend. Do not give that a chance to get off the ground. So they're gonna th let's let's roll out a 3D comic and see if we can repackage no, 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 it. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, you said that wrong. Let's reprint an existing comic in 3D. Is is what you meant to say? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So what? It, and and they chose Thor number one from 28. What was it? 2017? 2015. And, uh, I mean, of all the things that would look good in 3D, 
I would think a Spider-Man would be a good choice, or a, a, a Hulk, maybe, since Hulk is really hot. Put Immortal Hulk in 3D? I don't know. Weird choice. Maybe it's a long lead process for uh, preparation of the pages. I don't know. Either way, we have to. I am contractually obligated to skip it because Kyle said so. Absolutely. True Believers Avengers Rocket Raccoon number one for a dollar. And dang it, years ago I was getting these for a quarter and not the reprint. And now, ah. <laughs> Are you reading Superior Spider Man? No, should I be? Did you like Superior Spider Man? I loved it. <laughs> the last time. I loved it. It is. Uh, pretty much that, without all the, without the whiny uh, Peter Parker's inside his head. Oh, so, it, so it's okay, okay. It, so that that's gone. It's the same kind of characters and trying to make. I mean, although his uh, girlfriend is mad at him, but she's still hanging out with him, trying to make him a better person. Ah, and he, so, he's still into her. Yeah, he's still into her. He respects her. He's the only he's still person he really respects. Jones for that PhD. Yeah, it um it works. It's it's uh, fun, and he's awesome. Otto's awesome. So you should check it out. It's pretty yeah. good. There's Than a lot of spider out though. Yeah, no doubt. Thanos is back. Thanos number one. Not our writer. Not our artist. Not our anything. Can we catch lightning in a bottle for two times, Drew? I'm skipping it. Skipping it. Yeah, let somebody else make money on it. And just remember, people, there are probably uh, more than a million Star Wars number one from 2015 still in shops laying around, but you can make a dollar for reprint of it. <laughs> yeah, you should be able to get the original launch for a dollar. Yeah. Wolverine Long Night Adaptation. I think that's the podcast adaptation, right? Yeah. Yes. I heard they're going to do that with more more things. Uh, it's fun. I like the comic. I, I never. I haven't listened to the, to the podcast yet. What do you think of that uh, Venom Thirteen B oh, in Huck, in Huck Lee? Oh, shoot, I'm clicking on things that don't exist. Ooh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, War of the Realms tie-in, of course. Yeah, that's too bad. But could be under ordered because of that. Could be under ordered. Um, and it is the B cover. It's not the Stegman cover, so. People might shy away from it. Um, there you go. He's a popular character. Might be a good, good investment. Very possible. Down to dynamite. And boom. There you go. And <laughs> moving on. Moving to... on. I will probably be the only person reading Crackdown 2, but uh, it's just kind of something I do. What is correct? Is that a game tie-in? Yeah, game tie-in. Nerd. Shut it. I'm a comic book reader calling a video game player a nerd, Man, by the way. How dare you. Oh, yeah. Let's check out some of our, our smaller titles, like Achilles Incorporated from Source Point Press, written by Andy Schmidt with Daniel Main on art. Andy Schmidt is the comic experience guy, the guy that will teach you how to uh, uh, make a comic. Well, then we should read this first and then decide whether he's worth our time and money. I've read some of his others. He's not. 
<laughs> this one's okay. Ten years ago, a sliver of the world's population was granted superpowers in an instant. Not original. Since then, these boosters have turned the planet's socioeconomic system on their ears. Instead of dressing up in colorful costumes and beating each other up, they formed a union called Power Corps, also a ripoff. So far, they're over two, and replaced the blue collar workforce across the globe. The world is in despair, jobs are scarce, and we duds are nearly powerless to fight back. That's where Ransom and his Achilles Incorporated team come in. This firm that exploits the weaknesses of boosters has taken on a big case. The fuse is lit. Yes. We've got uh, Electric Black, number one. This is a Scout comic written by Joseph Schmalky with art by Rich Woodall. The Electric Black is a cursed antique shop appearing in any time or space soliciting customers it hungers to corrupt or devour. I like it. I like it. High concept, Twilight Zone-y type thing. Um, sounds like... I. I could have swore I heard this premise before, but maybe it was just something similar. There you go. Um, I am both a Tim Seeley guy and an Aftershock Comics guy, so Deep Red number one was something I picked up several copies. I'm sorry, Dark Red number one was something I picked up a few copies of number one, and I will continue on number two. Um, and it's nice to see it going to a second print. That is the same art, so don't worry about that second print. We got Punk Mambo finally coming out. Um, this is uh, Colin Bunn, Adam Gorham, and uh, this was a Punk Mambo is a hard living voodoo priestess who grew up in London, then relocated to the Bayou. Uh, she's a mercenary. It's a Valiant book. Um, I don't do a lot of Valiant books, but this doesn't look like it crosses over. To any of the other things, so it might be worth sampling, checking it out. Every once in a while, Valiant makes a little money um, on the secondary market. There you go. Hmm. Another vault oh. comic with Queen of Bad Dreams, number one. Oh, nice. Danny Lohr and Jordi Perez. All right. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, I, nothing. nothing. How long did you out. did you read more than the first tap dance killer? Uh, no, I just read the first one. All right, Drew, this point of the podcast where I ask you for your pick of the week. What's the one book to go find, dig, pull out of there? Make sure you're the first in line to get because it will be the next Naomi number one. Drew, what do you got for me? Oh, I hate to do this, but um, you should probably get a copy of the Mueller report. Go ahead and do that. <laughs> and then with your leftover shekels, then you can get um, Naomi number one's final printing. Um just to have it um probably going to spike uh demand is high 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 for that first first printing so um yeah uh go ahead and lock that that final printing of naomi i don't know what that is 
is that like the third printing the second printing i don't know what uh, that is i think it's deeper than that but yeah um so but but lock it in go ahead and grab grab a copy just in case uh it goes away like it says if this is a final printing and it goes away forever um you have it there you go oh my goodness Definitely not Mighty Four 3D Polybag. Definitely not. We're not doing Thanos number one. Me not. Yeah, those are. Hmm. You also say Muller Report. <laughs> yeah. Go to Barnes and Noble and download the BAF. Ah, uh, I mean. Deep Red number two is probably a good call. The first one went to a second print. Um, hopefully, Seeley has a long story on that one. So, Dark Red number two, Aftershock book by Tim Seeley. And, yeah, and Deep, it, it is already kind of taken off that first issue, right? Mm, yes. Not not blowing the world up, but definitely uh, moving. Yeah. Nice. There you go. So we thank you for joining Drew and myself as we dig through the stuff coming out next week. If you disagree with this, if you think something else is the book to get this week, feel free to drop us a line at any of our social medias, our Facebooks, our Twitters, Instagrams, through the Gmail account. All this stuff can be found at comicsforfunprofit.com. And if there's something that you completely disagree, shit that in as well. Tell us what we missed. Tell us what you like. Tell us if you agree with this. Just be part of the podcast and send in your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. So, thank you very much once again for Drew and for myself. See ya! <laughs>